Stop Horror Time contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Stop Horror Time. 220-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, plus if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are Puns, and I am Elle. I'm Kate. And we are on our fourth episode, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's it's been a journey getting to this, just dealing with technology and yeah. getting everything sorted out. But we finally made it. And we're feeling good. (laughs) (laughs) I had to use it once. (laughs) Alright, so what's our horror movie of the week, Kate? So this week, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, it's called, uh, let me see if I'm saying this right. It's called Halloween? Have have (laughs) you guys, have you guys heard of this? Okay, so yeah, Halloween 1978, the OG, is what we are doing today. Woohoo! Woohoo! Like... My disclaimer is that I'm sure everything has been said about this movie, but this is a horror podcast, and I feel like we gotta cover some of the basics, you know? So. Yes. So, if you don't know, uh, Halloween, directed by John Carpenter, it's about a masked killer terrorizing teens on Halloween night, basically. You know, it was the film debut of Jamie Lee Curtis, who, you know, is a horror legacy because, you know, her mother was Janet Lee of Psycho fame. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, she was only, I think, like, 19 when they filmed it. And she was, like, so, like, she thought her performance was, like, terrible, almost quit. And it's like, no, girl, you're fine. Um, she did great. And it kind of, it was one of the movies to really, it wasn't the first, but it was one to really, like, jumpstart the flasher flasher yeah everyone <laughs> is naked in this sorry. the slasher genre because you know before there was black christmas and even peeping tom like some people can consider that the first slasher but i feel like this was really the one that started the whole like suburbia thing and all the cliches that come into like a killer mm-hmm. in, a, in a sleepy town and terrorizing teens and teens having sex and dying um, oh yeah <laughs> so yeah there's that uh what do you think of this al um i was just thinking because i was i was just thinking about like what can i say about halloween um and i was just like this movie has everything a serial killer child (laughs) jamie lee curtis doing the most um and are you a teen that's a hetero and just had sex knock knock who's there is michael myers Uh, it's oh yeah, and William Shatner's terrifying faces in there as well. So you gotta get that some applause. At, I can't believe at this point William Shatner is... in real life terrifies me more than Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I I adore this movie. Um, I think it was one of the first horror movies I really started watching after I got into uh, horror. I think the first nice. one that I like I saw, and then I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of into this now. <laughs> was like the second Conjuring movie because my friend dragged me to that when I was in oh, England, um, and she was like, you're gonna love it. And I was like, <laughs> probably, <Trust laughs> maybe me. we'll see. 
and yeah, it just kind of started from there. And uh, I started with the classics, and I think Halloween was one of the first. Mm-hmm. And it's just honestly just so good. Yeah, like, just, it's just one of those things that's ugh. like it's a classic for a reason, and it, it does does truly hold up. And it's still one of the most like disturbing movies I've ever seen. And oh yeah, it, it has uh, my father's seal of approval. That's how you trust taste, because like he, I it's weird like. I grew up loving horror, but not the same kind of horror he did. He was very much into old, like, Hammer and Vincent Price and stuff, which I eventually grew to love, too. But this was one of the few, like, slashers I remember him really liking. So, like, I grew up on it, and he mm. even he approved, so that's something, I think. <laughs> something the whole family can <laughs> enjoy together, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So, what else do I want to say? I just wrote Deborah Hill. I just want to commemorate Deborah Hill. I fucking love Deborah Hill. I, if you, if people don't know, she was the producer and got screenwriting credit on this because, like, she's the reason, like, this is a realistic portrayal of teenage girls and, like, that trio um, is because she wrote all the dialogue mm-hmm. for them and, like, you know, so many men make horror and you can tell and you're like, just like, mm, they don't know how girls talk, do they? Not at all. Like, so that it just like their I'm friendship good. is so organic. I think like I even before things are happening, you think it's interesting to the movie, like just them walking home from school. And I, for, I forgot who was someone was like, I would like if I saw these girls walking down the street, I would like cross paths. I do not want to interact with them. Like, they'd probably make fun of me. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention on the silvery, um, when they were walking down the sidewalk and Michael Myers is kind of, like, halfway behind the bush, and I'm like, it looks like he's, like, you know, I had to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure someone's edited that, but if not, we gotta edit that and post it on the account. <laughs> <laughs> because Michael Myers had to do, had to do it. Him. it. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, just such, like I don't think we've ever heard Michael Myers ever speak no. in any of the movies. He I've does, never seen the other He does one. cry. Just, in I don't know if I've seen this five, one, but he does not speak. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> That's and that's just I think that makes it even better because it's like I have no idea what his thought process is, what he's thinking, because like you know with Freddy Krueger oh, yeah, he's like always queen. cracking yeah. jokes and stuff. Oh yeah, like that. Jason. Yeah. Like that's what made this stand out at the time, and still is like like you said at least in this original. Like Carpenter hated the sequels, especially Laurie being the sister, and that's why he greenlit. That's why he greenlit oh, the yeah. two, 2018 one because they're like fuck all the sequels. And he's like, okay, I'm in. Uh, but like, what was so terrifying is like Get he's con. like Loomis calls him pure evil. Like there is no reasoning to it, and like in this mm-hmm. day and age, that might be deemed problematic. Like, well, what? What is he mentally ill? What's going on? But like, I think it's less mental illness and more just like he's a fucking demon person. And <laughs> like, I showed yeah. this to a group of people once that had never seen it for somehow. So I was like, well, obviously I'm showing it. And they just kept trying to find oh, reasoning yeah. behind it the whole time and asking me questions. I was like, well, it's because of this. Or like, why is this wrapping their heads around it? I'm like, no, he's just, he's just a scary man. And he's going to kill evil. you. That's it. Like, that's the simplicity of this movie that so many others mm-hmm. try to emulate. And it, you know, it just doesn't work as well. But yeah. Um, also, it should be noted that this, this concept of Halloween no, was yeah. meant to be like an anthology movie originally about about different stories set on Halloween 
Um, that's that's why Season of the Witch exists and mm-hmm. doesn't have Michael Myers. Um, it kind of stands on its own, the little like mm-hmm. dark shot of the Halloween franchise. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> speaking of, you know, multiple things happening on Halloween, we can segue into our true crime portion if you'd like. Hell yeah. Um, oh, and just to touch on one last thing before oh, yeah, we do that, um, I think one of my friends that watched uh, the sequel uh, for Halloween 2018 oh, yeah. has got to touch on that because um, they were talking about it and they said, you know, uh, Michael Myers killed five people. You know, mm-hmm. this was said by Lori in the movie, and we're trying to understand him, but uh, like she's delusional. She's like a crackpot. Like people just think she's like crazy or something for being as you know defensive and protective of like and having all this stuff like stockpiled up um to be against him like should he break out and when he does break out and it's like almost kind of like a cathartic you know people are trying to understand this guy and it's like Mm. nah man he's like hh Holmes. i just finished devil in the white city and some people are just just, he's just evil man it's the sad truth man it just has to it be like that sometimes. It really be like that. <laughs> All right, so our uh, horrible crimes committed on Halloween. So some real life events that happened. Um, I think one of the worst ones was uh, there. Here's a few stories that I've pulled up. Um, I'll probably link where you can read all of these as well. Uh, in the blog post or on uh, Twitter. Um, probably the worst one was the poisoning of Timothy O'Brien. Uh, his father Great. poisoned his own kid. And, yeah, kid was eight years old. Um, he had a packet of pixie sticks that his father uh, gave him to cap off his trick-or-treating night. Um, he almost immediately went into convulsions and he died an hour later. Um, everybody, like, just went into a panic um, and they Ugh. figured out it was laced with cyanide. Um, so when the dad's story kept changing, uh, they were like, let's investigate this guy. And he had taken out massive life insurance policies Oof. on his children because he was in, like, debt. Um, but the other kids hadn't eaten the candy, which is why they were still alive. Um, so they, he was found uh, guilty of murder, and he was sentenced to death Bye. and executed in 1984. Um, so that's where a lot of, like panic about you know like there's razor blades in your apples or poison candy okay so is this what started it at all it's kind of like it's one of like you know the ones where like the panic kind of did get started i think it's a spread and it just kind of it wouldn't stop so everyone's just like or like you know they're gonna give you weed i'm like why would i give you my free weed and halloween candy are you kidding me (laughs) hell no (laughs) shit's expensive um yeah, well, that's ironic that, like, this is what started it all, and it wasn't some stranger that you were trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. It was your own fucking parents, it's, so that's It was awful. Up. Um, right. So then, uh, in 1998, there was a man named Carl Jackson. He was 21 years old. He was a data clerk entry at Morgan Stanley uh, in the lived in the Bronx. Uh, and on Halloween night of that year, he went with his girlfriend to pick up her young son from a party uh, and while there, some teenagers threw eggs at their car, but the classic Halloween prank just went wrong. Um, he got out of the car and he, like, exchanged words because, like, I'd be pissed, too. Egg does not come off easily on cars. Um, he mm. got, they, like, you know, he spoke with the teens. He was like, you know, 
pissed off and reasonably so. Um, and they got back in and then one of the teens pulled a gun and he shot him uh, and then killed him instantly. Um, and so police arrested a 17-year-old uh, Curtis Sterling for the murder on that night. Um, there was also the murders of Ronald Sisman and Elizabeth Platzman. Um, this was back in Halloween of 1981 and in Manhattan. Uh, the couple were murdered in their Chelsea apartment. Uh, they had been severely beaten before being shot in the head, execution style, and the apartment was completely ransacked. Uh, they in, the police eventually, they initially believed that it was drug money to be the motive for it, but it was not. Uh, it took a really weird turn. Um, some prison informant claims that one of his fellow inmates had predicted the crime weeks before it happened. Uh, the inmate turned out to be the son of Sam killer, David Berkowitz. Uh, Berkowitz had long been rumored to be involved with a satanic cult that helped him with some of the murders. Um, and according to the informants, uh, Berkowitz had told him that his cult was planning to enter a residence near Greenwich Village, uh, which Chelsea is, falls under that, mm-hmm. on Halloween to carry out a ritual murder. Uh, Berkowitz claimed that Sisman had footage of one of the Son of Sam shootings and was planning to hand it over to the authorities in exchange for dropping some drug charges. Um, there was no evidence that was found to support his claims, um, but he was right about the description of Sisman's apartment, and the killings are still unsolved because he didn't do it. Mm. And it's like, what the fuck? Uh, so, like, yeah, do you think... These are just some of the murders that have, like, happened or just killings. Uh, Like, you know, there's been disappearances um, and just a whole bunch of things. The the site I found this on is called Ranker, and it's a really addictive site when you go onto it. Especially if you go onto, like, the graveyard site, and it's, like, 30 terrifying movies, and I'm like, Conjuring's probably fucking number one, and I'm like, yeah, there it is, it's number one. There she is. People can't watch Um, (laughs) There she is. So, do you, like... Do they ever mention in any of these crime reports or anything, like, if they're linked to Halloween specifically? Like, I know they all happened on them, but do you think there really is just something about that day that makes the crazy jump out, for lack of a better word? Because um, I know, like, I was trying oh, to look man. up, like, does crime actually increase on Halloween? And everyone's like, there's pranks, and people drink. I'm like, yes, I know that. <laughs> like, are all of these pranks gone bad, or do you think, like, there's some kind of, like, oh. spiritual like, motive behind all of this that really just makes it a day where, well, where'd you go? Uh, makes it a day where bad <laughs> shit happens more than most. It's, like, one of those, I think it's just one of those weird things where it's, like, um, you know, I I have no basis in this, so this is just me just going off the top that's, of my that's head. That's all this podcast um, is. <laughs> that's what we're just doing. We're just taking yeah. guess. But it's, like, maybe it's because it's just such, you know, it's a night for just uh, you know, All Hallows' mm-hmm. Eve and its roots are in um, paganism and people automatically think witchcraft and maybe it's just, you know, the over the sensationalizing of it and just, you know, there's just something about this holiday that draws, you know, people to just do wild shit and you, they think they can get away with it more because people are out in masks and it's a lot yeah. harder to capture you because it's oh, like... Fuck, can't find me. God, oh, oh, how did I not tell this <laughs> yeah. story yet? Oh my god, I had a terrifying experience <laughs> last Halloween. Like, it's fine, obviously I'm alive, but like... <laughs> so I, I go to West Hollywood every Halloween, and uh, I was with my girls, you know. And <laughs> we were walking back to our car, and there was this dude dressed as Michael Myers 
just trying to like freak people out i think and he came up to us and i'm like i'm used to horror nights where people jump out at me so i had like literally no reaction <laughs> and i was just like oh hey <laughs> like just kept walking and then he was like he started stalking us like full oh on like to a point where it wasn't funny anymore like he followed us for blocks oh my god and we god. eventually just had to go into this like donut shop to get rid of him and so i'm just like mm. So yeah, I guess assholes really just do come out on Halloween, and it was even more terrifying because <laughs> he's dressed like, as Michael yeah, Myers, and I'm like, mm. ah, like you said, they're hiding behind a mask, and it's just like, <laughs> God, no, oh my God, no, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they get to hide behind a mask, so it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it empowers them almost because it's like you don't recognize me, you don't know who I am, it's like, yeah, I can be anybody. I was just super pissed because this was in WeHo. This was supposed to be like a safe space for queer Ugh. people, and like it's just become straight land on Halloween. I don't know. Like, and we're like, I'm like, no, no gay person would do this to me. I know it wasn't straight. Like, uh, just some dude trying to terrify girls. You know, fun, fun Halloween stuff. Ugh. Don't like it. Don't like it. So. I just, what I also love about Halloween is that Michael Myers seems to specifically almost go after teens that are like, either they're about to bang or they just did. (laughs) And it's like, this is your PSA for if you have premarital sex, Michael Myers is going to turn up at your house. (laughs) Well, apparently, like, Carpenter says that wasn't like intentional like all these filmmakers are coming out now you know now that it's like one of the like rules of horror like if you have sex you die and everyone's like oh god we didn't mean it to to be like that like carpenter <laughs> said that he's like he's like the reasoning behind it was like the, the teens are just too like busy having sex to pay attention and Lori's like with a bunch of kids she's like what's going on uh she's no because yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about i'll mention this in the next portion because uh <laughs> If, unless we want to go to that. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, it, th- this next portion is the portion where I, uh... Where I theorize whether or not anything in this movie is queer or gay. Uh, yes. It's the little Kate section of this. Um, like, slashers, <laughs> are, slashers are so inherently straight. Like, like we were talking about, it's just a bunch of, like teens having sex like straight and like, the, the sex between between bob and linda is so awkward <laughs> like, oh my god like in some like grown-ups bed that isn't theirs and you're like oh my god, oh my god. why would you ever do that why like just oh my god no i can't even like i don't even mm-mm. Mm-mm. not about that life <laughs> i will mention though that so what this movie's not gay it's not queer it's definitely very straight but it's worth noting that so i listen to this podcast dead for filth a lot by michael michael verati hosts it um and like a lot of guests on there a lot of gay men seem to relate to final girls in movies and like laurie strode comes up a lot just in general in that obviously in the final girl conversation and i and they usually state it's because she's like Final girls are always like the outcasts. They're the ones not going off having sex, I guess. You know, because they're like, there's an yeah. otherness to them. That 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 comes up a lot is the otherness of it all. And Laura Strode definitely fits that. And she's also a fighter. She's a survivor in her environment. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But let, <laughs> did you find any queerness in this, Al? Um, 
not not really. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's it's a very it straight movie. The only thing I can think of is just like the level, the amount of drama he goes through to like scare the shit out of Lori. True. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, cause the bot, like the the guy's body, like just swings just, down when she opens the door. I'm yeah, like, that's like, pretty dramatic. Time to set all of that up. <laughs> And then, like, the, the gravestone in yes! the bed, and just, like, I, was that supposed to be... I can never remember if it was, that was supposed to be Judith's body or not, because I'm like, she should no, be pretty that's, decomposed that's at this body, point. that's Annie's body, but Judith's headstone. That's Annie's body. Okay, yeah, because there was also another girl in a different cause, and I'm like, everyone's just dying here, and I can't keep track of everyone anymore. Yeah. Also, Michael putting the sheet over, like, that's very extra. When he, like, puts off... The- oh, yeah, and walking into the bedroom, yeah, just like, like so. what are you gaining out of this, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, are, what does this do for you? <laughs> no, no wonder people are just like, what is the like? What's his motive? I'm just like, no, he's just being a, a dramatic person, just for the fun of it. So Halloween, Halloween's not not a queer movie, but some of the shit he pulls is extremely is definitely something the gays would do. <laughs> like if I have to watch one more straight couple oh. of sex, I hear you, Michael. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Let's have to see one more goddamn straight <laughs> couple. Oh, apparently, also this is also so uh, credit to Dead for Filth, but a lot of like gay men love um, Paul Rudd in Halloween Six. They are very drawn to him. <laughs> and I, I told oh my, my one of my old coworkers God. this. He's like, now that I think about it, I can think of an exact boyfriend I used to have that was exactly like Paul Rudd in Halloween Six. And I'm like, what does this mean? So, food for thought, I guess. <laughs> But that's way down the line. That's a, there's no Paul Rudd in this movie, unfortunately. Well, it's, it's his character. It's Tommy Doyle. He's uh, just a little boy. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Small boy. <laughs> I love looking at, I think, a really good thing to do, and I love to do after I go see a movie, is immediately pull up IMDb and, like, let's look at this trivia. And, like, sometimes they're, like, ridiculously long trivias. I'm, like... I don't have hours for this. And then there's some that it's like three things. And I'm like, okay. He said, a rare slasher movie where we see the killer driving. I'm like, true. I guess. guess. When I see Loomis, I floor it. God. Oh, my cat. Hi, Belle. Hi. My cat just walked in. Hi, Belle. We just gave her her first shot of insulin today, and she actually took it pretty well, so we're hoping that it continues. <gasps> what? Oh, big yawn. Hi. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, you're loud. Oh, do you want on my lap? Oh, hold on. My cat just decided she wants to be with me today. Hi. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know. She's talking. Sorry. Sorry, everyone in the podcast. We just got off track because I wanted to talk to my cat. <laughs> I feel like that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's our it's extremely valid. hot takes on Halloween. Unless you have anything else to say, like I said, like so much has been said about this. I think we just like wanted to cover it and say how much we love yeah. it and just talk about how what a fucking creepy holiday Halloween is. We both love it, but like some oh, bad shit I, happens I, on it. Adore the shit out of Halloween. It is the holiday of my holidays, and it is. It's, it's like Halloween then Christmas, mm-hmm. which I think is the general consensus for most holidays. Yeah. We don't count Thanksgiving because what is Thanksgiving? 
<laughs> it's when you watch not, all the Friends episodes. Not a fun holiday. I don't get anything. Get out of it. Nothing. All I get is drunk. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's some. Well, hello. Let's celebrate that. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Oh, I have my cat. She decided to jump up. Oh, oh. cat's here. And she stepped on um, me. So yeah, that's Halloween. Do we want to give a teaser? Or say what the film for next week is. Let's keep that a little surprise because uh, I want to have you pick it. Okay. I have so many laid out that we're just gonna we're gonna choose from the list and then we'll go from there. And uh, I have to keep my arm up right now because I have my new tattoo and my cat is like trying to rub against my arm oh, yeah. and I'm like. Elle and I have matching saw yes. tattoos now. That's the kind of host you're dealing with. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. All right. Well, thank you all, you lovely people, for listening. Yes. Uh, tell your friends about us. Tell Michael Varadi I gave him free publicity on here. <laughs> and, and have a good week, everyone. Yeah, tell Paul Rudd we love him if you know him. I know you do. Friend of the show, Paul Rudd. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>